So normally we list the best of things, but today we're gonna list this. What's up everybody and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. My name is Josh and as always I'm joined by Cameron and Jim. And today we're going to be flipping the script a little bit. We're going to be doing worst list and today we're going to be doing top five worst TV characters. And we decided to extend that from live action, animation, pretty much anything that's on TV. Um, or I think potentially series. even like Netflix yeah. series yeah. and it's stuff. Awesome. So. If, it, if it's a series, then I think it counts. Yeah, so top five worst series characters, I guess. Yeah. Or narrative series. Now, yeah. we're, now we're getting into like... <laughs> if they're on TV, they might be on the list. Yeah. That's yep. yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and move into our uh, number five. Number five. And my number five <laughs> is going to be... It's an interesting choice. So I had kind of a tough time. I realized that I, I guess I don't watch enough TV shows. That's kind of where I was at. Um, but I reached back in the vault and I pulled out Pepe Le Pew from Looney Tunes. Oh, oh my god. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, I was having a hard time. So I was like, what are shows that I used to watch that just have like awful characters? And I was like... What better than a skunk that just constantly, like, harasses this cat, like, this female cat, and... He's, like, one of those characters, too, where it's, if you don't like him, you don't like his show. Yeah. I mean, it's about him. And it was, like, it's Looney Tunes, so there were, like, segments of each character, and Pepe yeah. Le Pew, I feel like, was one of those things that I, I wanted to just skip over. Like, yeah. Just skip past. Yeah. Get back to, like, no, Bugs Bunny, like... like to me, he was always just kind of like, I don't know, it's really, like un uninteresting to me. And like, yeah, I know I agree with the... You know. I just always found him really uncomfortable. Yeah, he yeah. is super uncomfortable. Was... And really just kind of creepy and <laughs> and at the same time boring. Yeah. It was French. It was like a French... <laughs> it was like a French romantic version of like Wiley e. Coyote. But like it wasn't romantic. No, but, it, no, but, he, but like, to him it was. Yeah. yeah. Cuz didn't he also used to always like paint the back of the no, cat? No, the cat always got into situations where she got her back painted. Oh. And so he was like, he, "Oh, he another like skunk." skunk. Oh, because yeah, you can totally right. do that organically like yeah. 20 times. That's <laughs> It's been quite a while since I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it was that, but... uh, Penelope, I believe was her name. Jeez. Penelope the cat or something. Penelope the cat. <laughs> That was my number five. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, rightfully so. It's just, um, we were trying to decide if it was awful in the sense of, like, the actor is awful and hard to watch, or, like, the character is just, like, a bad character. And so for this one, I just went with, like, the character is just an yeah. awful person. <laughs> it's just, like, I see, I know they started kind of replacing Looney Tunes with, like, these more, like, PC characters, and I can totally see why they left Pepe Le Pew off the list to like revamp. Yeah, because there's really no way you can make that better. I think he shows up every now and then, like as like a side thing, but he's never like a main character anymore. But he also, I don't think they also have him doing quite the same thing that he used yeah. to. He's not constantly chasing Forcing kisses on her. And yeah, stuff. yeah, constantly <laughs> doing that. He's like he's more showing up as like just a classic character. Yeah. Like, oh hey, it's Pepe Le Pew. Like you know, yeah. he makes an appearance. He's him. gone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So for my number five, um, actually, this is a character that I know a lot of people actually like uh, from Parks and Rec. It's Tom Haverford. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people like Tom Haverford. 
I Me and don't like Tom Haverford. <laughs> so there's a lot of reasons why. I love Aziz Ansari. I was going to so say, I actually don't like Aziz Ansari. Okay, well, then. <laughs> See, I like Tom Haverford and I like his portrayal, but. I, I, I like him, but I don't like Tom. And I don't like Tom because Tom doesn't change for the entire show. I just recently rewatched the whole show. And it Tom's story arc, they try to give him one originally, and then somewhere along the line it just drops off, and he just becomes the same like whiny, girlfriendless human being throughout the rest of the show, and it just he becomes such a one-note character. It's not that Aziz Ansari is bad at portraying him, it's not that he's not funny sometimes, but it gets to a point where he kind of just becomes annoying. And he doesn't have a point in the story anymore. Like, they could have gotten rid of him, and I wouldn't have noticed, yeah. honestly. See, and I, I, I do like Tom Haverford, um, but I can also see that because I know we constantly see his, like, attempts at doing, like, entrepreneurship stuff. Yeah. And being, like, you know, and, and like, and it is always failing until, like, there's that one note, like, thing where they keep doing that, where he keeps trying and he keeps failing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even that, they kind of slowly just give up on it. It seems like they ran out of ideas for what upstart yeah, he what could he possibly could do. Yeah, do. Yeah. But I feel like they had a good art going. Like, he had his own company and stuff, and then they found some random way to just strip everything from yeah. him. And then he kind of just lost everything and was no was longer like, interesting. Yeah. That was like, I watched the end of his arc. I no longer needed him. Yeah. He, there was nowhere else he was going to go. The highest point he could go was back to that point. And I don't want to watch that happen again. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed him as a side character. I just, I'm not a fan of Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Like, you know, so like is it his... because he's just a, like the whole scandal thing? Just made no, him... I just find his, I just find him kind of, I just don't find his comedy that funny. And See, I like his, he talks about it. I like stuff. his stand-up. I don't, I just didn't like the character. Yeah. But. His stand-up is hysterical. Yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, never seen the show. It's always been a show that I've wanted to watch. It's, I... Um, that and like Thirty Rock, all those like sketch, sketches, comedy shows. I've been kind of rewatching Parks and Rec, and I don't know. I just I don't know if I'm finding it quite as funny Mm-mm. as. But I'm also still like rewatching like only in the first like first or second season. Yeah. So and I remember it getting better, especially when we start to see like characters become more staples of the show. Like we bring in some of the other more famous characters and. You know, we yeah. start to see these characters more involved. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm just finding it slightly less funny. That's that's what happened to me. And, like, you mentioned, like, 30 Rock. And there's also The Office. And there's mm-hmm. Arrested Development. And there is Community. And there is, is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And all of those shows are much better than yeah. uh, Parks and Rec was. Yeah. Parks and Rec, I think the biggest problem for it... <laughs> I think the biggest problem for it was that it started as a knockoff. And it once it, it found its legs eventually, but then it gets to a point where the show kind of should have ended, and, yeah. and it didn't, my, and that was a huge problem. My final note is that you mentioned all of those shows, and I found this like interesting theme between all of them. They almost seem like narrative sketch comedy shows, which is like I think an interesting way to look at yeah. it. Yeah, where it's just like a bunch of people like, what's a funny like thing that we can write this week? Yeah, that, I mean <laughs> we that's can have, like always that's funny. Essentially like, what oh, they we are. can have the gang like be addicted to drugs. <laughs> it's like that would be funny. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. It's like yeah. Saturday Night Live, but like on crack. <laughs> yeah. So, Basically. Yeah. But cool. Tom like Haverford. Tom yeah. Haverford. Yeah, Tom Haverford, number five. I'm gonna kick off my number five list, which I feel like is one of those like that's a lot of favorites of of people as well, but it's Cartman. As my number five list. I think out of all, like, all four of them, he's my least favorite. 
um, for sure. I, I do find him slightly annoying at times. Like, I can tolerate him quite often. Um, but, I mean, there are some days where I just don't feel like watching it when he's, like, you know, a little, like someone more heavily in the episode. That makes me sad because I really like South Park and I really like Cartman. And, and, and I understand the reason that you don't like him, but that's the point of his character is just to be an awful like piece of crap. Character. Oh, I don't care that he's also uh, he's an also awful like piece of crap type of character. Like that's not what bothers me. It's just there's just other stuff that like I just don't I don't know, it just doesn't like what though? <laughs> it's I don't really have like a very I don't have a very good example, which is part of the problem because like Kay. I don't like I said, <laughs> characters that like, are meant to be bad and meant to be crappy and have, like, you know, like, bad values and stuff like that. Like, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. It's just something specific about Carbon that, like, I, like I said, I can tolerate him, which is why he's my number five instead of higher up, because I can tolerate yeah. him a lot more. But, like, I can, like, appreciate some of the episodes without him in it more when it's, like, more heavily focused on some of the other boys. A lot of it, you know? So. Interesting. I don't, I don't really know where to go with that, because... You're not, you're not giving me much to argue here, <laughs> but I I like Cartman. I think he's great. Um, I like that. I appreciate South Park as a whole because Trey Parker and Matt Stone like started it themselves with these like yeah. felt or cardboard cutouts yeah. and stuff. And stop motion animation. Almost, yeah. Right? yeah, and I appreciate how far it's come <clears throat> and how long it's lasted and how big it's gotten. And how they stick to their roots and everything is still kind of offensive. And they're like, we're not going to change. You know, all the shows are changing. Like, we're not going to be as edgy, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, I See, yeah, the I thing I don't like about South Park is I think South Park has not gone that way for shock value. They're, uh, they're a shock value show. And they haven't gone that direction because they want to go more the opposite direction. Because that's always what's garnered fans anyway. Yeah. So. I just, I don't know. I liked it better like right in the middle part of the show where they had you know they did a lot more kind of like one-offs like where they like make one of like Barbara Streisand which was kind of like a random like bit or you know what I mean they're being very like topical with each episode each week so but that's just me though but I mean Cartman just I just uh, he's my least favorite of all the characters he, he's also only on my number five and he doesn't yeah. need to go up any higher because I can you know I still have episodes where I do like him and you know, different stuff like that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. My number four is going to be... Cameron, you're going to be familiar with... Cameron? With... Number four pick? Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> you're going to be familiar with this character because it's you. Uh, no, uh, you're going to be familiar with this character. I'm not sure if you will. I don't remember if you've seen the show or not, but it's going to be Marie Schrader from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be yeah. Hank Schrader's wife. Yeah. Um, I'm that that was. Who... I don't really, like, after I went back and started, like, researching her a little more, she's, like, the least interesting character in that show. Yep. Like, all she really does is, like, nag Hank and, like, oh, yeah. nags Kelly. She just nags everybody and then shoplifts things. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, really uh, not an interesting character. And I don't think it was intentional to make her not an interesting character. I think she's actually just, I mean, everything has its weak spot. Yeah. And I think she's just its weak spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a discussion with my wife when I was making my list. She said Skylar. And I was like, yeah, but Skylar's like that Cartman character. Where, like, she's, she's designed to yeah. be, like, this awful, I, like, annoying mm, person. I don't know if I agree with that, though. Okay. Because Skylar has an arc that tries to make her more likable and more grounded than Walt ever was. 
So that's one thing about Skylar, because she's not against him having the money. She's against him lying. She's against him doing things improperly. She's against him being chaotic. She's against things that are hurting him and other people around him, including things like Jesse Pinkman and stuff. So I think they actually kind of wrote Skylar to be like a grounded human being. Mm. And I think they tried to do that a little bit with her sister, too. (laughs) But her sister... To me, it almost feels like Marie was just like put in there because Hank needed like like a wife. wife. Yeah, Yeah. Hank needed a wife, and they needed another family character in there. You know what I mean? Where they're like also like you said is uh, Skylar's sister. Right, Skylar's sister. Like I always questioned why Hank was not Skylar's brother instead. Yeah, it would have made so much more sense in the show. It felt like Marie was just put in the show to make another family character like oh yeah this is his sister and it happens to be the yeah. the wife of yeah the, you know i almost feel the age yeah. i almost feel like they put that in because it is a cliche to have like the like relative of someone who's committing all these crimes yeah. like be or like the in-law be someone who's actually chasing them so i'm wondering if they made it hank like made hank just like the husband just to kind of push that out a little yeah, bit and not make it as cliche like, but yeah. they could have put in a better character i mean anybody other than murray yeah, yeah. So cool. I'm glad you guys agree yeah. with that. After you mentioned her. That was I, like one of the first ones I added to my list. I was like, Marie has to go on. Yeah, after you Marie mentioned it, terrible. it reminded yeah. me about it. And I, I remember not really being, just being kind of, uh, she didn't need to be there, but she was there. She didn't know they were minerals, and that's why she's on my list. <laughs> and if you don't get that, you should watch go the back show and watch the, the memes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to my number four here. Um... So, I know everybody's going to be familiar with this one. I'm just going to say it. Carl Grimes from The Walking Dead. Interesting. I Carl, huh? So, Carl starts out as just a child in the show. So, it's not like when he starts, he's like this really annoying character or anything like that. He's kind of just a kid in like an apocalyptic world. But as the show progresses, he gets in increasingly more and more dangerous situations and always just perfectly survives. I mean, like, he's going through things that, like, the zombies suddenly are moving slower because he's dropped his gun, or (laughs) suddenly zombies forgot that they can go through an open window when he's sitting on a roof eating, like, peanut butter or something like that. It's this really dumb thing. But also, on top of all that, the kid didn't grow up to be a strong actor. And sometimes that happens where a kid grows up and they're just not strong enough to carry the show. Yeah. Not only was he like not strong enough to carry the show, it interfered with like the idea of what the comic book had because Rick is supposed to die at some point and Carl is supposed to take over. And that now doesn't happen. And then, of course, the actor wanted to leave the show, so then they just got rid of the character. And it, I don't know. He's just one of those characters. He never had a purpose, really, other than being a, like, a tool of expense for Rick. Because he's something that can die in the apocalypse, so it's something for Rick to look after. Yeah, but after he outgrew being a tool, he was no longer useful in any he sense of the tool. word. Yeah. yeah. He he just turned in <laughs> he just turned into another cast member, but he really shouldn't have been. He's the main cast member's yeah. son. So he should have been something that was either prolific in death or prolific in living, and he wasn't either, really. It almost sounds to me like he, because I, 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 I didn't really get past the governor part of the show, um, but um, it also kind of seemed like it was a, man, I just had the, the phrase too, he was a, like a, I don't want to say cause for alarm, but he was like something that would like bring danger, yeah. like to the show. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, if, if they needed to, like, oh, hey, Carl, like, you know, went to go do this. Like, now, you yeah. know, now this stuff's hitting the fan and, yeah. like, all of a sudden there's this whole big conflict. He was, like, you know, somebody to bring in conflict. And- well, and he brought in conflict in bad ways. I remember one of the one of the biggest moments where I decided that I really just didn't like Carl was he brings... Coral. Uh, Coral. <laughs> And he brings in uh, he brings in a zombie into the farm that they're staying in, and that's the episode that Dale dies, which was like a fan favorite. He turned out to not really be as important because after he's dead, you don't really miss him. But he he was like a fan favorite character. I don't remember Dale. He had the I RV, the, the ponytail guy, no, the, the old guy with the beard. He didn't have a ponytail. Apparently, we don't remember Dale. He's the, he that was the guy that owned the farm, enough. I think. Oh, that was yeah. Yeah, Apparently but Dale. Exactly. That's the thing is yeah, Dale we, was a fan favorite <laughs> while he was alive, but then they got rid of him too early, and, and no like, one Ooh. remembered yeah. it. But he he dies because Carl goes out exploring and then somehow manages to bring back a zombie with him. And this stupid he, like, idea. Didn't he like go with a chick or something on the farm? Maybe that's maybe that's no. No, he just goes out on his own I'm and just he's making up plots and he's being dumb okay. yeah. and he brings back this zombie. Yeah. And I, I realized at that moment, I was like, so the writers are just going to use him as a tool to bring in pointless exposition and pointless deaths. Cause that's also the same episode where Shane dies too. So yeah. Uh, real quick. I know we need to move on. Yeah. The problem that I had with walking dead is it's meant to be slow because it's meant to be realistic, but I always felt like it was too slow. Yeah. And that's kind of why I, st- I, I stopped watching around when the governor showed up, and that was like season yeah. four or something I think like the that. original's meant to be slow, like the first few seasons, but I think afterwards it got, it just, they overdid it on yeah. slow. I mean, they spent a whole season in a prison. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's boring. My, my, my biggest issue with that is why I stopped watching mm-hmm. it is something somewhat similar where I just felt like it, it was the same formula every single time. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah. they go to a new area... Stuff happens. They meet somebody who is also trying to like fight for this yeah. area, and they like get into the, this war with them. They which, win the war, they move on, they lose people, and then they it, it all happens. Which again. is like pretty realistic if you're looking yeah. at doing that. But realistic isn't always interesting. It's yeah. you can still so. portray it as interesting though, because like I look at something like I, for instance to make the example for like Prison Break, and I know we're way over time on this, but to make the example of something like Prison Break, where they're also in a prison the whole time. Prison Break is great. I loved the first season of that show. They're mostly in a prison the whole time. And in The Walking Dead, they have the option to leave that prison and explore consistently and go do other things. But mostly they stand around in one block of the prison and talk. Yeah, which is where my biggest issue started coming from. It was just, it was was slow and it just felt like it was the same thing, which, you know, made it an issue for me. But moving on. on. That was a good talk, though. To my number four pick. with, <laughs> I don't know why this one popped up on my, on my list, but I thought it was really, really fitting. But it's Eddie, specifically, from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, who's the short little leader of okay. the group, yeah. of the three of them. Yeah. Double D? No. No, no. Oh, Ed. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. It's Ed, Ed, and yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eddie was, yeah, Eddie was... I know he was written... It's another one where I know he was written to be kind of the sleaze bag type of guy because of like his upbringing and just how he was he was always after money and you know like jawbreakers and, and stuff like that and, and <laughs> i was trying to get into like these little you know like schemes he was always trying to scheme and stuff but like i think i just i just don't like him more than you know more than just that stuff because i like i understand that he was written that way and 
it was really good the way he like the way that character was portrayed as as that type of that type of person. I just didn't like his. Yeah, no, I can totally agree with that. I mean, he's not really fun to watch, and you can still write someone who's meant to be a sleaze bag and who's meant to be kind of just like a dirtbag in general. Yeah, and they can still be fun to watch and bring like an interesting point to the show. Yeah. Look at every Kevin Spacey role. <laughs> <laughs> but Eddie's role is kind of I don't know. He's he's not nece- he's necessary because of the title of the show. Yeah. He's not really necessary in terms of half of what they do. Yeah, usually it just. I, he's actually kind of the main character of the show in a weird way because most of the episodes revolve around him. I used to watch it a lot as a kid. I did too. <laughs> and most of them revolve around him. But at the end of the day, it's usually Ed and Ed that get more screen time because of their shenanigans and because yeah, one and of them's so smart like, that he figures things out. And then Ed is just you know Ed. He's that lovable oaf who yeah. you know. But like yeah, it, it's very like I just didn't care for him as a character yeah. at all. So I mean. Yeah. I always imagine. Do you guys know who Fred Durst is? Yeah, the singer. I always imagine Ed. I always imagine Eddie grew up to be Fred Durst. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's just one of those days. Uh... Um, <laughs> I could totally see Eddie saying that. Like a two by four falls on Ed. He's like, it's just one of those days. She's <laughs> like, are you Fred Durst? Oh man. Like, well, yes. Um. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that show, but I do, I mean, now that you kind of break it down, I do remember, like, it kind of, like, starts with Eddie and ends with Eddie, and everything in between is Ed and Ed, yeah. kind yeah. of. And then Basically. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, uh, here's here's what they're Eddie just, they're getting off the episode. They're getting dragged into it. Here's how they yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the most normal out of the three, yeah. which is why, in terms of, like, who he was, he was just kind of, like, average intelligence, mm-hmm. he was average life, so it was easy to make episodes that focused on him, because then you could bring in the other two and make it more interesting. But... He also had a chain wallet, which is... <laughs> yeah, he did. For all the money he didn't make. I completely <laughs> forgot he had a chain wallet. That's such a weird and thing to remember. Totally not. Three hairs that were back. Yes. But it looked like a normal head of hair for most of my life. Because <laughs> he was 2D, weird. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. And my number three is going to be someone that Cameron is all too familiar with, and I hope you will wholeheartedly agree with this. Uh, so I'm mainly talking about the show, but I'm sure you're going to... Um, I'm, sh- I'm hoping you can relate this to the comic books. It's going to be Iris West from The Flash. Okay. Um, yeah. And the reason that I put her on my list, like I said, is because of the show, is... I know, you know, I know uh, Barry needs the love interest and all that stuff, but it's so cheesy in the show. It's just, yeah. like, it's painful to watch. It's just I, like, every time she shows up, my wife and I are just like, we just roll our eyes. And we're like, I oh, considered great. putting her on my list. Yeah. Okay, good. So, <laughs> she's just not the Iris that she's based off of. And she is, that's the problem, is that she is actually based pretty heavily off of that one, and they do a good job of, like, comparing the two, but she doesn't. It, the character is just not portrayed well enough, and still, in some way, they just don't do it right. It's too cheesy. She just it's seems weird. So like weak and pathetic, and That's like, fair. like necessary. Yeah. Like 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 uh, she's dependent on Barry. It's just like really... she seems more like that old damsel in distress style, yeah. I guess. Whereas like the newer Iris West, or since like early two thousands, Iris West has felt more like a character that is like on her own. And can just, like, she she's someone who can defend herself. Mm. She doesn't need, like, the Flash is there to help her in situations where you've got a monster that's, like, destroying a whole city. Something that no one can get out of. Yeah. But, she, but she's, like, she needs 
all kinds of help, not just yeah. like physical help. I only watched yeah. the first couple of seasons of it, so I didn't really get too much exposure. But even like the her, first like, like two episodes, it's yeah, just that's like, fair. She but shows I just up don't and remember. you're just like, uh, this is the kind of show that it's going. Like, I just you know, don't really remember gonna take too much. It's, it's why I'm kind of sitting this one out. It's really funny because I remember, uh, I remembered this. I remember this character, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, and then that made me remember Patty Spivet, which do you? Re- I don't know if you remember Patty showing up in the show. She, up, yeah. she was way better. Mm-hmm. than Iris's. Yeah. And I also loved her because she's also in the comics. She worked with Iris's dad, right? In the police department? She, yeah, she works okay. in the police yeah. department. And I, I really, really loved her character in the mm-hmm. comics and in the show. And the show, I think, realized that she was better mm-hmm. at some point because they just kind of push her out. There's not a real reason for her to leave. It doesn't make sense that she leaves. There's no real story arc there. And they didn't want people to like her more than Iris. Right. I think that's what happened. But see, the funny thing is, is when I was reading, I pulled up Iris and like I was reading through just to look to see if I wanted to put her on my list, which I didn't. But um, but someone put that they didn't like Patty because Iris and Barry are meant to be together and it was a stupid point. And I'm like, so what you proved there is that they did such a good job that you thought they were going to go that direction. And Patty was just better than Iris was. And Iris is just not very good in the show. Yeah. yeah it's really just actor portrayal, yeah. writing. Yeah. I can agree with this. So Jim is sitting back on the couch kind of being out of this one. I'll just say that I think you can agree that when you see Iris, it feels like a CW, like yeah. a romance show. Okay. Yep. I will and give you that's, that one. That's exactly. the problem that, that I yeah. had is that it's, Seeing, like, it's I, one of those yeah. like... Uh, like teenage drama you're just like yeah she's just not she's not strong willed enough the iris of the comics go read comics if you haven't but the iris of the comics is I'm always gonna say that (laughs) but but she's just so much stronger than the character but I'll just end it with something so yeah that's that's why yeah no but I I can't agree with that last part where like you know you see her and you know like you know you can definitely tell it's a CW show It's, it's cheesy it's goofy it's you not the best the show. Comic book stuff. You don't. Want, I mean, there's love stories in comic books, but you don't have to focus it's, on love story yeah, stuff. No, yeah, like, it's, and it's not. It's not really that you don't have to focus on love story stuff when you when you're adapting that kind of thing. You don't have to focus on it in a way that is so awful and cheesy. Yeah. Where we're trapped in a room with those people. I don't want to be trapped in a room with their weird love story. <laughs> yeah. That's the most, it's like watching a couple argue and you're just sitting on their couch. <laughs> like that's all that's going on. It's not comfortable to watch. It's not fun. Yeah. It's it's not good romance. So cool. Speed on over to Cameron's uh, number three, where we're gonna slow back down because it's already one that's popped up. It's Marie from Breaking Bad. So (laughs) she's that bad. She's so bad. It's just I'm glad we get to talk about her again because she's awful. (laughs) No, I almost put Skylar on my list as well. And then I remembered her sister, yeah. and which is the point is I'd forgotten her sister. But she is just bad. From start yeah. to finish, she is a pointless mm-hmm. character. She's just not worth anything. She really isn't. I don't remember. I know Breaking Bad, like the writers and stuff are really good about interweaving stuff where like mm-hmm. the teddy bear falling into the pool and they had all these cool like foreshadowing and like plant and payoffs and stuff. And I don't really remember any that Marie was like involved in. I might need to go back and watch the show. If you guys know of anything out there, um, let us know. She does have, like, her own little mini arcs in there, but it's never anything that's worth, like, actually filming or spending money on or (laughs) writing the words out. Like, it it wasn't anything... It's, like, one of those things where you think of an idea and you're like, maybe she'll be worth something in this. But, like, a moment of 
like clarity should make you realize she's just not worth anything. I think they should have killed her early in the show. <laughs> I I think they should have done it. I think they should have done it for off. like tension between Skylar and Walt. I mean, that would have been like if Hank is still married to Marie and Marie dies. Hank still has that connection with Walt and his family. Right. And I think it actually grows that connection in a way because then Hank doesn't have anyone. Yeah. And then he becomes closer to the family and when he's closer to the family he's closer to everything else. I think they could have used her as just a plot device Mm. rather than using her as like something to try and talk her sister into whatever. She had... The thing is too is she didn't always have like the worst ideas. She was right about Walt. She didn't like Mm. Walt. And the problem is just that she's so poorly portrayed that she's... I don't know. You hear that, Vince Gilligan? We can write your show for you. (laughs) Give us the opportunity. Uh, No, that's... So my my favorite thing about Marie are the memes, the mineral mineral memes. Have you seen those? So it's like the... It's the the episode where Hank is, is in bed. He's on bed rest or whatever. And... He's talking about, he starts collecting the minerals. Oh, yeah. And she says something about rocks, and he's like, damn it, Marie, they're minerals. And so, like, <laughs> there's a bunch of memes that are like, she's like, uh, I, I like to that. listen to rock. And he's like, damn it, Marie, they're minerals. <laughs> and, like, that, to me, is, like, the, the most enjoyment I've gotten out of Marie. <laughs> I'm looking at the memes right now. Yeah, they're or, incredible. Oh, Just man. search, like, Marie. Uh, Just Marie minerals is yeah, all Marie you need minerals. to do, like. And it's hilarious. But yes, I'm, I'm glad we got to revisit Marie. Yeah, she she deserves, funny enough, for such a worthless <laughs> character, she deserves like six minutes of time to talk about. Just a rip on her? Oh, uh, yeah, cool. the memes are great. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that. I didn't have much more to say. I kind of said everything during yeah. the first part of it, yeah. so... But, um, really the only thing I wanted to talk about when I got really excited when you brought it back up I wanted to bring up the memes. That was like the, the main thing. <laughs> yeah. so and I did I'm it, so, so now glad I that you did. But... Cool. I'm gonna move on to my number three now. With uh, I'm gonna go with Andy Bernard from The Office, um, another character who I know was written to be a certain way, but I found him extremely annoying, and wished that he was just a partial character that was only there temporarily. But he ended up being there for the rest of the show, and it made me not enjoy the later seasons. You know, I mean, there was other reasons why I didn't quite enjoy the later seasons as much. Um, but Andy Bernard was one of them. So, the Nard dog. <laughs> uh, I've never seen The Office. I don't like it. I don't appreciate the humor. So Wait, you've said you've never seen it. I've, okay, I've tried to watch it. <laughs> what, Sorry. but what have you watched from it? I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll have to go That's back and one watch. thing. It's one of those shows where if you don't watch it from the beginning, you do have to give the first season a chance because they're building everything and then they make it their own after, like, once season two starts. But the first season's only, like, six episodes. It's not very long. And yeah. six episodes of a 30-minute show. But after that, too, it really takes on its own life. Um, but you ha- it's one of those you do have to start from the beginning. You can't really start from the middle because you need to know the characters to understand the situations that they're in. Yeah. It's very like it's very much like a relationship with the characters. I think I would rather watch Parks and Rec, though. Like, mm-hmm. if I had to choose between the two. So I watched Parks and Rec first, and that's what got me into the whole genre of that stuff. And then I went on to The Office, and then it's hard for me to go back and, like I said earlier, to rewatch Parks and Rec. Yeah, The okay, Office so. is much better. The Office is... The office is super cringeworthy for me, but it's, it's so funny it's though. It's hilarious. <laughs> My point was I have nothing to interject about Andy yeah. Bernard, so yeah, I'm just going to no, sit back on the couch. To me, he was a, he, to me, he was a really <laughs> annoying character. 
Um, and I felt like he needed to just be a temporary character. I didn't, I don't think he needed to be, you know, like the, like the staple and the main character he turned into one of the, like, I, I say main character loosely because they're all in some way main characters, but. I don't like what they did. I understand him being a main character in The Office. I don't like what they did at the end of the whole show. I, I won't like spoil it necessarily. I mean, it's not really a big deal with that care. with that part. But they kind of literally. I mean, actually, they literally ship him off on a boat. Like they, they literally put him on his brother's boat, which is Josh Groban, by the way. Uh, and then they they ship him off, and he goes on some random adventure. And they were at actually like a good peak with his story arc, and they were doing really well. And then they decided for some reason to just get rid of him. I still don't know what the purpose of it was, but he's just kind of gone. Like, and that's it. And it uh, yeah, but I don't know. To me, he was just extremely annoying. I just didn't like his character. Um, just not a fan. Andy Bernard, just not a favorite of mine. Although I do appreciate the names that came from that, or the names and like some of the jokes, because I have people call me Tuna every so often now, <laughs> like, and it, it, it kind of actually makes me giggle. Yeah, so I mean, like that kind of stuff is like is actually like pretty funny. But just his, his character, I think, I, I I feel like I would have probably liked him a lot more if he was kind of like a character who came in, kind of came and went every so often. Yeah, like a lot of the other ones that we see on there. Yeah, so. All right. But Andy Bernard, then our dog. Well, with that in mind, Josh, go ahead and beer us over your number two, man. I was going to say, put me on a boat and ship me off to my number two. I had one worse. It's both a reference. <laughs> <laughs> number two. So, my number two is going to be Herbert from Family Guy. <laughs> the pedophile. <laughs> nice. And... I just could do without him ever showing up ever, and it's not necessarily because he's a pedophile. Obviously, that's like really disturbing. <laughs> let me, let me, let me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's it's the fact. It's just the way you said that. It's the fact that he's like a one note character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, also the fact that he's a pedophile. Is like, <laughs> I know. We could, just we could you do without that. Oh man. But I was saying, my if we're going for like why I feel like he's an awful TV character, yeah. Op- besides the obvious reasons, yeah, no, 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 is the fact that he just has he, they use the same joke on him every time, and it's just I mean, he's he, the they s- could make it once, and he could be he could die, and like ah, it's funny, but he keeps showing up, and it's like it, it doesn't get any funnier to me. I'm just saying though, he played the second best Obi Wan that's ever been played, so. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, um, those aside, <laughs> Star Wars aside, actually, that's fair. He actually like was part of one of the episodes that like made me like laugh. I feel like the most, or made me reference it a lot, was like the episode where there was uh, like I guess Chris was hanging out with the uh, the, the German old soldier? guy. Yeah, he yeah. was hanging out with the Nazi, and they yeah. found out later that you know he was a Nazi, and so there was this whole like arc where Herbert was trying to get Chris back basically to be yeah. his like friend quote unquote you know and so they went through the he whole thing like helping out this other old man and it turned out to be like his old Nazi nemesis from World War II or something yeah and so they like got into this whole big fight and yeah. it was really funny to watch like the slow old person fight yeah that like ended in like a slow motion of him falling off the step and see but that was I guess that was better because they weren't like the pedophilia and stuff wasn't like the as prevalent yeah 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 yeah. it was more like it's just two old guys fighting and after after i like started talking about this so i remember that Mm. herbert also wasn't still wasn't the main focus of that show he was a side thing to like try to get chris you know to basically like 
make that other character a one-time character. I've went back and started watching. I, I go back occasionally and just start watching old episodes and start watching them. You know, I'll just watch them. Yeah, put them on chronolo- yeah. Uh, chronologically through up to the, the newest episodes. And going back to the old ones, it's just like he just pops up randomly and says like a really uncomfortable thing. And you're just like, I really <laughs> wish whistle, you weren't yeah. there. Like, I really wish you didn't. <laughs> I, I don't really have much to add about it. I haven't watched a lot of Family Guy. I've watched enough to know that I'm not a huge fan of it, and that's why I haven't really I, watched it. But I, I love great. the first Star Wars that they did. It's one of my favorite things that they've so done, funny. that anyone's done just, animated. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's it's so hilarious. The, yeah, the whole, just the whole Star Wars, because I love have that they like... all of them? I've only seen the first one. They're all, they're all, they're all the pretty good, one. actually. I, they actually make a reference at one point later... In the like a like the third one where they're like you know oh why aren't we gonna do any more and they're like well I don't know if we like you know like we're already stuck doing this last one like we don't want to yeah. keep going on with this like they make reference to the fact that like my, f- my favorite line I think is on the back of the DVD except for some reason I bought the DVD pack. <laughs> um, but it says like uh, they're like oh no they're shooting at us and Peter's like there's like five of the main characters in this ship I think we'll be fine. <laughs> But I great. think the old man is great yeah. in that. In that, but set. again, he's not really like they don't focus on like him being a creepy. Yeah, they do. He, there's like the whole time, he talks about like I'm not gonna get into it. I just know my favorite line is, "Don't tell nobody because you'll get in trouble." And that's <laughs> we used. My friend and I used to reference that all the time. Really? Yeah, we would, like if we were playing like a heist game or something, we'd be like, we're gonna we're gonna grab this body and hide it, but don't tell nobody, cause you'll get in trouble. <laughs> but in that in that episode, I think he yeah. was fun. That's fair. Um, that but that's yeah. Like I said, just to defend myself one more time, I didn't. I don't accept the fact that he said. <laughs> You know, we got humor, it was but. it was less of what you said and more of how you said it. Yeah, it was right just the night. way it you said it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and it also just so happened to be while I was taking a drink, and I <laughs> spit my drink all over the table. I'll try to get better at words, guys. Uh, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot it was my turn next. Like, <laughs> all right. So for my number two here. Um, I'm going to go back to the DC world, but like the older live action DC world with Smallville um, and talk about Lana Lang, who is a character, if a lot of people don't know who she is, in, in Smallville, like she's in his high school and all this stuff and she's play. I can't remember what the actress's name is, but she's a terrible actress. And when the show starts, everybody is a bad actor pretty much. It, it show kind of starts with a lot of cheesy acting, a lot of bad dialogue choices. Like they're, they're learning, they're, they're building slowly. Mm-hmm. And then, as everyone else gets really good and better with what they're doing at the show, she never changes. She's always the same, like, really bad actress. She's someone that CW uses a lot. She was also in, like, Beauty and the Beast, and she's... Kristen Crook. Yes, Kristen Crook. But she is only there as a love interest, originally. And then they try and give her, like this big role later on and then eventually she gets powers and then it's just like one stupid thing (laughs) after another but i watched this whole show with my dad we went through all 10 seasons of it and we watched it and it's 10 seasons seasons. yeah we watched it over over the course of like over a year or something like that we just get through a few episodes every week and she was one of those points where like we would sometimes start talking in the show, like when it was going, because it just got to a point where she was just so uncomfortable to watch. 
she was so bad and cheesy. It's like you talked about, I you talked about Iris. Mm. It's like that times like five. Oh, it, it's God. just every time she sh- she shows up, it's cheesy drama for no reason, and I don't know why she's there. It's and just it's like just, that character, like that you roll your eyes when I was yeah, screen. like literally Here at the go. moment, yeah, and it, yeah. she never had any redeeming factors. When when they started the show, she had a purpose. Gotcha. After like after they left high school, she was just that high school portion brought back every single time, and I didn't need it. But yeah. so they give her powers and stuff. So do you feel like they did that to try to make her like relevant in the yeah. story? Yeah, they were just trying to give her, her like a point, and they just they couldn't. She just was pointless. She really, really was, and it just it didn't work. And then they brought in Lois Lane, and then there was drama there, and it just it didn't it just didn't work. Yeah, I don't. I know Jim doesn't have much to say. I don't have much to say. I've never seen Smallville. Yeah, yeah I know a lot of people that haven't watched Smallville now. It was like yeah. an older show. A lot of other people watched. And it I've just, heard it's really, really good. It is. It is a really good show. There's a lot of cheesiness in it. It, but it also invented it like CW, the live the action. CW, CW, right? when you yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. But it, but it was like it's the show that brought live action superheroes to like the mainstream in terms of TV. Yeah. And it did a good job of that. And it, it actually. It, it had a lot of moments that were disappointing, and it had a lot of moments that like I wasn't expecting and were just great. But Lana was one of those that they, if they had gotten rid of her, it would have been a better show all around. Gotcha. And it just, yeah. It was the WB, which, was, okay. which used to be WB and UPN merged and formed CW. Yeah. So, yeah. But I will oh, say, UPN was a. Yeah. I will UPN say real quick talking about this because they're doing the Crisis storyline yeah. on the CW universe. And they just announced, I'm hoping that it's... They announced that Mark Hamill is a maybe, from yeah, what I've heard. It's it's rumored. But I heard another one that sounds like it might be confirmed, which is Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor in Smallville, oh, nice. is going to come play Lex Luthor. Nice. So I am really excited at that prospect. I'm really hoping it's true, and I'm really hoping just to see that show one more time on screen. Oh, it would be great. Yeah. So... Seems like they're trying to do homages to old shows too. With oh, yeah. Crisis, mm-hmm. they're getting all these old. I'm excited for Crisis. And... There's a rumor that they're gonna put in uh, Titans as well. My but... biggest issue with the the Arrowverse as a whole is they got too much going on. You have to you have to devote so much time just to know like to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, because yeah, they all started like because I was gonna events. try to do that where like I was the... gonna watch everything kind yeah. of in the order that it was. But you have to watch happening. Supergirl. You have to watch Arrow. You have to watch Flash. You have to watch. My problem is not the amount of content. I'll never complain about having too many superhero shows to watch. I'll always go back years later and just watch them if I never did. My problem is is the quality has gone down yeah. since they've expanded content. Because they've kept like Greg Berlanti and Jeff Johns only on writing duties. And it just, as they've continued, storylines have gotten stale. Arrow, I loved it when it first started. Yeah. I can't stand the show now. I cannot watch it now. And like I'd rather watch Flash, but Flash is to the point where it's so cheesy... And everybody is a speedster, and I don't really <laughs> want to watch everybody is a speedster either. So then I went on to Legends of Tomorrow, but Legends of Tomorrow connects to their stuff. So it just, yeah, it's just quality, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas like DCU is starting to get a lot of shows, but all of them have been quality so yeah. far. So, yeah. Cool, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was another one that they just didn't have it because I don't really watch a lot of the Arrowverse stuff like as a whole either. I started watching Arrow. I started watching Flash, mm. and that was it. And I start a lot of things, like as far as TV stuff goes, and I can't really finish it just because I lose interest. 
in watching TV shows, like just as a whole. Like I, like I've told you before, I've never finished Breaking Bad, and I don't remember why I didn't finish that one because I really thoroughly enjoyed that one. Like I still haven't. That one hurts. I still that haven't ever, worse than Arrow. I still haven't ever finished yeah. Supernatural, uh, but that's also been going on for 15 seasons. No now, one's right? finished Supernatural yet. Yeah. So that's fair, but like you know, but I'm not caught up with like Supernatural. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah, but Breaking Bad's been over for what five years now like you've had time to it's not like it's a continuing thing yeah but i'm like yeah but yeah, like my, my point is well, it's like i just don't like, and then you yeah. have the movie coming out so you need to finish it before. I, got, I know i'm gonna go back got, and watch that one actually now that i have time i got so hooked on breaking bad when it came out that i i so or not when it came out but when it was ending mm-hmm. actually i finally got around to starting to watch it on netflix mm-hmm. and then i busted through the entire series in time to catch up before the last episode I was able to get through I, everything, see, I did that and then I watched the last it. Season. Okay, I watched yeah. the first four, yeah. and then I finished right. Like, I I saw the last episodes. two episodes when they aired. I caught up to see the last two, so but just barely got there. Yeah, and it's only no, because I'm, Netflix at one point put out like half the season for me to watch, and I was like, yes, I can do it. <laughs> no, I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch that one for sure. But I mean, that's just been one of my things with TV series as a whole. Just I, I just don't have the attention span to keep watching and like to keep up with it, and like or if I have a chance to watch it all, I watch too much of it and I burn myself out. So, uh, but anyways, I am 100% going to go back and start watching Breaking Bad. I'm probably going to end up doing that today because I've got stuff like laundry and stuff I need to do. So I can put that on while I'm doing Jim, it. Jim, what's your number two? So my number two. <laughs> we is, are still on number two, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My number two is going to be Elaine from Seinfeld. Um, she's, so one of the things that I okay. talked about when we were making this list is like trying to decide what constituted like a bad character. And one of the things for me was like, characters that make you go when they come on screen or like you know roll your eyes or just you know stuff like that elaine is one of those you know elaine was always really kind of elaine was another one like that was just really annoying to me and i know her character i don't think her character was necessarily written to be like bad in a way but i mean it's just she just didn't feel like a good person you know like to like to like her personality was just not a good personality it was she just wasn't a good person to me like at all yeah i i haven't watched all of seinfeld or anything i've catch it's one of those shows where you catch like episodes of it every now and then when they're replaying um i love julia louis dreyfus Mm -hmm. i love her i think she's hilarious i think she's a great actress but I do agree the character in Seinfeld is not great. She's trash. Yeah, she's, yeah, just, she's just a trash person. And yeah. it is one of those things where like I never could figure out watching the show. And again, I haven't watched it from the first season or anything, I guess. But like I never could figure out if she's meant to be that way or if yeah, she's that's just, just kind like, of wound up that way. That's why she. Yeah. That's why she ended up so high on my list because like I did kind of start watching the show a little bit because I think it was like on Netflix or something where I would just put it on. Um, and just from the beginning, that's just how she is. Like. It's just, there's no reason for it. And, and I guess I may not have watched enough of the show to get backstory on her, if they even do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But, yeah. um, yeah, no, she, she's just always been just a garbage person. And I just, that's why I don't like her character. She's just obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. That's the other word. Yeah. She's just overly obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> uh, I've watched, I've watched some episodes of Seinfeld, but I've never really focused on, um, I watched enough to be able to make this. I've watched it enough to realize they're all kind of trash. Yeah, no, they, they are. are. They are yeah. but at least the other ones are funny. Yeah, it's it's like a little less. It's for its time. It is like the it's always sunny in Philadelphia type yeah. of show. Yeah, where they're, they're all just awful people yeah. in a way. Yeah. But it's just not as bad in terms of what. They're I doing. almost actually put George Costanza. 
I was about to say I would rather watch too. George than Elaine. That's yeah. why I didn't put him on my list because like him and Jerry, like I, I yeah. appreciate watching him, Jerry, and Kramer. You know, Elaine yeah. is just that fourth one who is just. It's you know. funny though because it is it is unfortunate because I actually really really do like Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. I I do a lot and. It's hard to say. It is yeah it's it's <laughs> a, it's a mouthful. So. I, right. too. I watched an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm with her in it, and she's hilarious. Oh, like, she's yeah, a hilarious. She, she's also they did a they do a live stream like a live episode of Thirty Rock. Like they do one episode that's actually live, mm-hmm. and she plays part of Tina Fey's character because she can't Tina Fey can't be in two places at once. And they have to switch cameras, nice. so she like plays the same character. She does a great job. She's hilarious. It's like very Saturday Night Live ish, and cool. that's that's where she's great. Yeah, uh, I will say if you haven't seen Seinfeld. You should watch Curb Your Enthusiasm instead. There we go. I think that's funny. <laughs> I've always that's always looked like a better Seinfeld to me. Have you so seen it? I haven't, oh, but it's, it's always so looked good. better. Yeah, it's painfully awkward. Yeah. Oh man, that's it's what killed so me about good. The Office. Dude, it's like I have it's secondhand so embarrassment, and so like watching like that kind of stuff is just like I have to like get up and leave the room sometimes. <laughs> so I'll give you an example real quick. So it's like real life stuff, right? That, that I think that's why it makes it awkward. Yeah. Is because there was one episode where he. Somebody parked all jacked up in a spot, and so he had to park next to him in like, like, like a yeah. jacked up fashion. And then the person parking the spot left, and so when the no, next person yeah. didn't park, they were like, "Why'd you park all messed up?" He's like, "No, no, no there was somebody that was parking. like it's that kind of stuff." And it's just like I can see that happening <laughs> yeah. because I've had to park. You like that, and you don't like The Office. It's we'll no see. Wonder. We'll see. You should go give it a chance. <clears throat> Maybe I'll do a Facebook watch party, and people can come watch me watch The Office. <laughs> A watch watch party. A watch watch party. Anyways, an office party. Hey. hey. Oh. <laughs> you gotta admit that was a pretty good one. Uh, so moving on to number one. Number one. Before everyone gets up and leaves. <laughs> um, my number one is gonna be Sookie Stackhouse from True Blood, played by uh, Anna Paquin. Yeah. I've I've heard. Oh, not great things. And this is the kind of the different choice that I had. I didn't pick her because she's a terrible character. I picked her because I hate Anna Paquin <laughs> playing this <laughs> okay. character. Because Cameron, you're familiar with Anna Paquin as Rogue in X Men. Mm-hmm. She uses oh, that same awful Southern accent the entire series in this show. I she hated plays her as Rogue. Deep, so. I did too. Like, yeah. I, like, I was not a fan of yeah. And so you have to suffer through that horrible... I'm from the South. I know what Southern accents sound like. They, they're, it's not, not that. <laughs> so that's why I put her on my list. Is I, love the, I love the show. I like True Blood. I like watching it. Um, I've only seen like an episode of it. And it was just, just a like, lot of bad... It was a lot of bad accents in general. It was. what it felt it like. And then it was weird BDSM vampire sex. It is. I was like, yeah, there's a lot I'm of, not going to watch this. There's a lot this. of like butts and boobs. But it's HBO. So like, you can't watch an HBO show and not expect... Well, that's that's fine. It's just like... it's just. I've always wondered how that works, too. This is not a science show. But I just like... I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how that works. Because vampires technically don't have blood running through their veins. Yeah. So, you know. There's nothing... Yeah. Science. But... <laughs> I don't know. The show just, it never looked great to me, but Anna Paquin in general did not look great either. No. So, no. yeah. I've heard that that's like a least favorite character. Yeah. Anyways, of that yeah. show. And I yeah. think she probably has something to do with the way that she like acts on it. Yeah. So. Well, I did. I definitely didn't like her as Rogue. Like, I can definitely speak to the fact that yeah. she's annoying as Rogue. So. I will say that <clears throat> um, True Blood is the first 
show that I saw Joe Manganiello. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. In yeah. Who is I guess slated to be dead? Uh, sorry, Deathstroke. Yeah, he's still slated to be Deathstroke, as far as I know. I mean, he's played nice. Deathstroke now, yeah. so yeah. he has actually been the character. Yeah. First thing I saw him in was White Collar, though. Just White Collar. Yeah, it's another really good show if you haven't watched it. It's a heist show, so oh, you yeah? should watch it. But it's it's about a guy who's really good at heists and he gets put on an ankle bracelet and then he has to work with the FBI. It's really really nice. good. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it has Matt Bomber in it. One of the first things I ever saw Matt Bomber in. I'm gonna say I'm gonna check it out, but realistically, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's the first season specifically is really addicting because it's so quick paced. Okay. And yet each episode's still an hour, but it's mm-hmm. so fast paced it doesn't feel like yeah. it, and you want to move on to the next one. It, it was a really good show. It, it only lasted for like six seasons, but. So, real quick, my final thoughts on Stucky. So yeah, going back into the character. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that um, a lot this episode. <laughs> really. It's fine. Uh, but she just seems so helpless, too. Like, I know in the later season she starts to get stronger and stuff, but it's like, help me, vampires. Like, there's things... And I'm just like, I don't know... She's like, thanks for helping me. Now I'm going to have sex with you. Like, Is that not just, like, HBO version of Twilight, though? Is I that? Guess. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. We could go into another tangent there about Robert Pattinson, who I hear is a better actor than the Twilight. I heard stuff. he's a great actor. Everybody, everybody, oh, he's nobody great. Nobody hates yeah. Twilight he more than Robert Pattinson. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Which is great that he did like all the movies for it. Still, and you know, got paid a whole bunch of money. Do, man. Paycheck's a paycheck. I that's mean, fair, yeah. that's fair. They put him on the map. Yeah, so. but that's it. I'm gonna, okay. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just pack one it up. Hey. hey, I'll leave. All right, <laughs> but not before my number one. Um, so my number one here. Have you seen the end of the office, Jim? Yes. Okay. So then Jim would know. Josh has no idea. So you get sit we're like there Josh, and are, Josh and I are taking. <laughs> I know, just like flipping back. Yeah, and we're forth. like sitting back on the couch because we like we yeah. as soon as someone says something, we have no connection, so we read back. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll talk to you guys at Jim's number one. <laughs> Uh, so mine is Brian, the cameraman from The Office. He shows up in the last season of The Office, and he defends Pam from getting hit or something like that. And then, and it's the only instance yes, okay. in the show where the camera, where someone jumps out from behind the camera and steps in, and it's god awful. And then it's, doesn't he also become like obsessed with Pam? He, they they build it as a thing where she's where like they make it seem like she's going to cheat on Jim because Jim's trying to get a career to actually further what his family what his family's yeah. life is going to look like and they try and build this terrible bad relationship for some reason between Jim and Pam and it doesn't work. And Brian the cameraman is he makes no sense. There's a lot of memes about it because people are like uh, when Jim was going to get punched in the face, the camera people just standing back, just watching. Yeah. And then, like, Creed shows up with blood on him. Camera people not going to call the cops. They're just going to let it go. And the, the camera people never step in. But, like, Pam crying, Brian steps out from the camera. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, now that you mention it, like, I do remember that. And it, it just it didn't feel like it needed to be it's there. It's so it, bad. They, they were trying to do something different, and it just didn't work. Yeah. It, it is the office at its worst. Like, yeah. definitely. That's kind of what I was mentioning earlier was like, I like The Office. Ugh. I just kind of started to. You okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this meme. I started looking up Brian yeah. memes because you said that. Yeah. 
And it's like, hey, look, I'm talking to you, number one. Um, <laughs> it says, I hate that Pam interacts with Brian towards the end of the show. And it just says, what am I doing wrong, Brian? And he says, nothing. You're doing the best you can. And yeah. It seems really like... It's it bad. chills, like bad chills. It's What's bad, that? yeah. You know, and that's exactly what it, you feel like watching cringe. the show. Like, later, like, and that's kind of what I was mentioning earlier, was like, I just... The, towards the end the final seasons I just stopped I felt like I just stopped enjoying the show as much it just yeah. didn't seem like it was the same show anymore yeah I um, I took a break from it at the point that uh, Michael leaves yeah and, I think that's where the show and because like I watched like a few episodes and I was like it's it was okay passable like, it's okay yeah. yeah like it's good enough to watch it's better than a lot of the other comedy shows I've seen I actually still find it funnier than Parks and Rec in that point yeah. but then I came back and I actually finished watching without rewatching the rest of the show and I just watched that and it is solid it's not as good as The Office. That's the problem, I yeah. think. Is The Office was spectacular throughout its run in yeah. multiple ways. And then they kind of just peter off into like normal sitcom y area. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's but Brian yeah. Brian is more than normal sitcom. He's just terrible. It's it's a bad plot point. It's it's something that they just immediately get rid of after it doesn't work after like, there's like three episodes of it and then he's gone. But it's three episodes too much. Yeah. And it's just bad. Yeah. Seems like the ultimate fourth wall break, where it's just like too much. And that shows a whole fourth wall break anyway. Yeah. That's what the whole show yeah, is. It's but like too much. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's overkill. Sorry, I'm sitting way back. Yeah. yeah it seems too much. Yeah. It's it's just overkill, and it's it's unnecessary, yeah. and it ruins some of the characters a little bit. And they kind of fixed it, but never Thankfully quite it was got back. The end of the series. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. That's the very good part about that. Yeah. But, so you have to get the whole series like. God. Brian. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just one of those Brian things. Cameraman. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. But cool. We're gonna move on to my number one, which I am actually extremely excited about. He's not even looking at his list. No, He's like, I am extremely go. excited about this one. This is I asked you guys this one about like whether we can do like Netflix series okay. and stuff like that, because yeah. this character comes from a Netflix series. This character was done so well. That it had to be my number one for worst character list is Dr. June Harris from the Lost in Space Netflix series. Um, there is. I'm out. <laughs> no. Are you out too, Cameron? Or do you have. I tried to watch Lost in Space. It's so bad. I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but never has a character. And this is like an example of a character being done extremely well. Like, I think that the actress did such an amazing job. I can't remember who plays her, but she did such an amazing what job. What was the character's name? Dr. June Harris. Is that the mom? Mm -mm. No. no, it's the villain mm, of the yeah. show. But she did such a fantastic job, and I hate that character so much. Like, it, there is no character that gives me such a rise and, like, makes my blood boil as much as she does, but also, like, makes me, like, upset at the other characters around for not saying it because she's kind of, she's scheming, conniving, very uh, manipulative, uh, very, you know, she's, like, able to, you know, make people, like, you know, see her as, like, some something that's good, as, like, a colleague and an ally and someone who's going to be there to help, but really she's, like, out for her own gain, you know? She upsets me so much. Dr. Smith? Maybe it is Dr. Smith. No, it's, uh, no, it's, uh, Lost in, no, Lost in Space, yeah, the Netflix, let me see here. I can you you talk. I'm looking it up. Um, but yeah, no, I mean she's just. But like the character was done the only so thing well. I can do, I, yeah. the, thing I the character can do. was just done so well though that um, uh, Parker Posey is who plays her. Yeah, it's a Doctor Smith in the credits. Really? Junior Harris, I, aka Doctor Smith. Oh, okay, yeah. So, 
Um, so I was right. She so so what happened? Yeah, you were right. So what happens with that is her name is Dr. June Harris. She was originally part of the ship that like crash landed, um, but she was actually getting arrested. So she saw Dr. Smith dying on that ship, and she took the name badge and became Dr. Smith to nice. make sure that nobody else knew who she really was and like what she was, what she really was. Um, but like, I mean, she just was done so well that like it made me hate that character because of how like you know she portrayed it so, so well. And then like now, I'm still getting I'm getting better about seeing like Parker Posey as an actress. But like it's one of those where I would even just see the actress and just kind of be like, oh, like, ugh. yeah, yeah, from just seeing that. So like that's a sign of fantastic like character portrayal. Yeah, in my opinion. I'm I'm curious to see what the character looks like. Now you're talking about it in the older versions of the show, because or the older versions of the story, because this is a remake. Lost in it Space is. is a remake. I and think the older one they kind of did. They kind of like everyone knew that this person was not great, but they had to work with him because they were yeah. forced to. The and I just looked at it in the older one. Uh, it was played by Gary Oldman at one point really? too, and I love Gary Oldman. Interesting. So I'm but, sure that's probably an interesting thing to watch that's too. That's but yeah, Doctor yeah. June Harris or Doctor Smith, my most hated hated tv character for reasons that are completely different than any of the other ones on my list yeah so fair enough yeah sorry i don't have anything to to no like comment on i just or me yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's yeah that not a lot of people have really seen that one i don't really and do space shows if i'm being honest really the only space story that's really ever interested me is the halo series just because i think it's it's interesting but that's it I didn't even really get into Star Wars or Star Trek. Sam, Spaceballs? Maybe Spaceballs. <laughs> that that's not like a... That's, it's a space a story. Yeah, I know, but it's not like a... It's a giant woman vacuuming oxygen out of a planet. <laughs> <laughs> she turns it from stock to blow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, With that honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So... My honorable mention, since we're still doing the honorable, stay tuned, guys, because we got a different uh, thing next. But my honorable mention is actually going to be Lori Grimes from The Walking Dead. So we got mother and son. Good, yeah. Uh, And again, I feel like Lori was... Let me sit up. Um, (laughs) It's getting too comfortable. I know, these couches are too comfy. Um, Sorry, Cameron. I felt like she was just... (laughs) First of all, I felt like she was kind of like a little naggy. And then secondly, she just goes off and bangs Rick's best friend or partner. She's like, oh, I guess he's dead. Let me just go sleep with John Bernthal. Can I say, I've always had the question, how long did she wait? Because people are like, well, it definitely happened over like week or like weeks or months because she waited that long. Rick's body survived without eating or drinking any water for weeks or months? Yeah. No, no, like, it didn't. I don't... Was there power in the hospital when he woke up? No. So there was nothing like... like, He had to have woken up like the next day. But there's like everyone's dead. Doors are barricaded. The apocalypse is here. Oh, man. I feel like there's a lot in that series. We just don't like mention... Uh, I stopped watching it for a reason. Yeah. 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 But no, you're right. She's she's like the Marie of the show. I mean, like there was nothing... I felt like there was nothing lost whenever she died. No. It was just kind of like... Okay. It wasn't it's impactful it. at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
but they still like brought her back as like a ghost figure thing that showed up in like Rick's head or something. Oh yeah, they oh. did. Yeah. Oh like, my god, I forget. Like, hey. Now I or like he talks to her on the phone and shit. Like, maybe she is worse than Carl. Like yeah. I, god. Yeah. I forgot about the phone call thing. I was surf- I was surprised when I saw Carl pop up because I was expecting Lori. I forgot. So I, like, I, really I honestly excited. forgot I about Lori. I forgot he had a mom. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a uh, a science talk one day. <laughs> I think Not I like I forgot <laughs> that. I didn't think he was didn't just he like... Didn't he doesn't know science talk earlier? <laughs> you mean he's not Shane and Rick's son? That's not what was going on in the show. <laughs> he was raised in a lab. Um, no, so... He's coral based. So yeah, she was, she was kind of... <laughs> She was kind of naggy. She was just kind of annoying. Um, you know, she's, she's the awful. fact that she's an yeah. awful person because, like, she's banging. She's like, well, I'm sleeping with John Bernthal now. And it's like, oh, Rick's back. And I guess I should go back with my husband. She, like, like questions gonna, it, doesn't I'm she? I'm still going to, like, give John Bernthal, like, signs. Like, misleading signs. Yeah, I, my favorite is, like, right after Rick comes back, too. Like, they, they have sex in a tent with their child in it next to them, too. <laughs> That's in the first season. Like, <laughs> I just remember watching that and like cringing. Like, why? <laughs> he was like a baby, though, right? But no, he wasn't a baby. He's <laughs> okay. just like a kid. In oh, the okay. End. But it's but been but a long time. But, since like seen. that happens, right? But then she'll just with John Berthnall, she'll just go out into the woods and just lay out on the pine needles yeah. and leaves, and they'll just have sex out there. Yeah. But the zombies around exactly. Crazy. Where are the zombies at at that point? Is They're a good probably question. Probably watching in the distance. Want, like that would be the best death scene ever. <laughs> I want to clarify. I wasn't saying that it's okay to have sex in a tent next to a baby as opposed to a child. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> I've, I've already gotten I've already gotten sketchy with the Herbert thing. I don't want to get sketchy. Yeah, but yeah. So Lori is my honorable mention just because she she sucks. She's terrible. She sucks. She's and awful. Bad actress, honestly, too. Bad dialogue. Bad plot points. You could have had the same effects. Like, okay, uh, Carl had a mom. She died, and then she left him in like these people's care, and he's just kind of with the group that's running around right now. Yeah. And, like, didn't even need her. So. Yeah. Yeah. But with that, Cameron, uh, we go off on six different tangents. Again. Um, I mean, I could go off on a tangent with this one, too. Oh, no. um, my honorable mention... Is that cat? Is the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my honorable mention is Angelica from Rugrats. Oh, nice. Okay. I hate Angelica, and she's meant to be an annoying character, but... <laughs> it gets to a point where she's so far beyond annoying that she just kind of brings down aspects of the show. They're out having this fun adventure and having this good time, and you're there with them as a kid, and it feels like Angelica's bullying them and you. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> she's awful. Like she's there's sometimes just... where she bullies them, and it's like, there's a point to it, and it helps the story, and I think that's what you're kind of getting at. Yeah. And there's other times where she's just mean for the sake of being mean. Yeah. And it's just like, I just wanted to see what Tommy and Chucky were doing. Like, I don't right. need... I, I, I want to have fun with oh. it. Like she, I get her as a character that shows up every now and then. Like most of the time, when you have like kid shows and stuff, you never watch Rugrats. Uh, <laughs> I watched a very small amount of it when I was a really little kid. Um, so I don't really have much for this one. 
The cat does. Neither does the, the cat. cat. The cat has more to say than you do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Angelica just she just brings it down just to a point that I didn't need. Like I don't need like. Is it said that like one of my favorite parts is when she loses Cynthia? And she's, like, really sad. I'm like, good. I know, right? She deserves it. But I think a good point for how worthless of a character she be, she is anyway, like, beyond all that, is that they do Rugrats All Grown Up, right? Yeah. And in Rugrats All Grown Up, she really isn't, she doesn't show up very often. I watched uh-huh. it. She does. She's not really there. She's just, she's a little bit older than the rest of them, but she doesn't have any important plot points. She doesn't have any important story arcs. She's just a character that's there. Is she still mean? She's kind of mean. She's like teenager mean, but it's but it's more like like. Uh, so you're yeah. saying that that's her character in all growing up is how it almost should have been in in the original Rugrats because it just shows that she never had much value in the first place, not enough to even put a real story arc on her later. Yeah. So plus, why is a kid that age hanging around with a bunch of babies? Because yeah, their mom they didn't have a choice. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. But I mean, the mom. I forget the mom. But I mean, name. these babies can't even talk. And- yeah, I should mention, I guess, uh, the the theory that fans have oh, the God. conspiracy yes, theory with Angelica. Have you guys heard about this? Yes, I have. Where like all the babies are actually dead, and like sh- they're all like a figment she's of what they would have been. Yeah. yeah, and that's why she's mean to them because she doesn't actually ever get to have them around. I think it's a really stupid theory, though, and I think she's just kind of rude. I do mean. think. It, I, yeah. Speaking of the theory, I thought the interesting part of that was like they were talking about Lil and Phil and why they're twins from that theory is because like they were never like they were the mom had a uh had an abortion or miscarriage yeah and they never figured out what the sex was yeah so like that was Angelica putting there's like, a lot of really weird yeah. dark theories dude, it's so the only weird. conspiracy yeah. theory that matters to me with that show is how similar the interior of uh Tommy's house is and how similar the Simpsons house is. If you ever look at the interior Ooh. of both, they are almost okay. exactly yeah, you're right. the same. I do that, yeah. yeah, it's really, really weird. Okay. I noticed that when I was younger and I first started watching The Simpsons, and I was like, they are almost exactly the same house. It's really you're blowing weird. my mind. Yeah, okay. that's the conspiracy we need to talk about. Okay. But <laughs> that, but Angelica, Angelica's terrible. Different episode. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> um, cool. I yeah don't really have too much too much on that one, um, but we'll see what happens. We going on a theme here where only two of us have inputs on some of these, so let's see if we can keep that going with my honorable mention of Meg from Supernatural, um, specifically the second iteration of Meg because there was there was, was two, that the dark haired Meg? Yes, yeah, so yeah, the dark haired Meg sucks. There was the two different actresses that played her. It was the second one, the one that was like more prevalent for longer. No, I loved the blonde-haired Meg. I hated the dark-haired Meg. Yeah, um, there was there was there was stuff that I did enjoy while she was there. Like I enjoyed some of the banter, I think between everybody. Mm-hmm. But I don't the way the actress just played her was not great. I just don't think that it's when the show started to get super cheesy and like I saw the direction they were gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just didn't like the way that she played her. Like the the acting just felt bad. The, you know, I mean, I, I think she did an okay job portraying the character of Meg, but I just don't think, like, the execution was, was, was there. And I think this is my only example of, like, of a character who I liked less because of, like, the acting and the actress and stuff like that. 
less so the actual character because I did I mean I did like Meg like I did like yeah. you know why she was there I did like some of the stuff I don't like that like she created so much drama between the brothers because they already had so much drama between themselves and yeah, she was just there so much it was yeah so but that's a that's a completely different story but like you know I liked you know I liked some of the stuff that she did so the second Meg was Rachel Miner. Yeah. Apparently, was married to Macaulay Culkin for a while. I, mean, I didn't know that. That's an interesting. Huh. I was thing. so. Uh, I do hate Meg, but I was thinking of Ruby, who was played is by that, who oh uh, Katie of? Cassidy. Yep, Katie Cassidy. Yeah. Who is David Cassidy's daughter? Which is weird. And also played Laurel in uh, yeah the Arrow series. David Cassidy. Well, I almost put Laurel. I almost put Laurel on my list. Yeah. Um, oh, Ruby, I know you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Didn't, I'm pretty Adelaide. sure Jared oh, Padalecki married the original Meg, right? Uh, no, the Ruby. The other Ruby was uh, Guinevere. Um, oh. Padalecki? Oh. Well, that's her name there now. Yeah. yeah, that's her name now. No, I found her. Yeah. That's that one. Yeah. He married that's a it. demon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I <laughs> Which remember. Which is really funny because they had like that meta episode where they go into like the real life. Yeah, they also, it's really funny because if their kids ever watch that show, there's a really awkward sex scene with the two of them where they're like clawing at each other yeah. with nails and stuff like that. Yeah. I hope oh. their children never watch the show. <laughs> I don't know. They won't. They, I wouldn't. Not because of that, because you have to go through 18 seasons. Yeah. That's yeah. A, <laughs> no, honestly, the reason why they shouldn't watch it is just because it's too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really bad. It should have been like, Anybody that says, still... like, oh, I've never seen Supernatural, I'm like, you shouldn't start. Like, I know. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. It's too so, far gone I liked point. it very early on up until, like, season... <laughs> For I would say even like up to season six, like season oh no season six is where it starts to get really bad I think that's the Leviathans yeah no season the, seven's the Leviathans with the black season oh, six is, is all the same with the black goo and stuff that's season seven that's, season seven okay. yeah that one that's, uh, season that's six that's the one that it fell off for me season six is Solus Sam who is one Solus Sam I could have put him as, <laughs> on my list <laughs> I could I, I actually should have put Solus Sam on my list because I hated him he was boring. He was not just boring, but he there was just so many. I, things you know what? I do remember that now because I remember that that just kind of ended, and it just oh, didn't, got his soul back. Somehow. Not, it wasn't really a great ending though. Like I it wasn't. It, it was kind of pointless. Very great endings. No, it really. The I mean, like the show had a solid ending in like what season four or five or something like that, yeah. and that's when the show was supposed to end. Yeah, they were only supposed to go to five seasons, and then they were like, "We can just keep going, do this again, forever, and, and then we'll start the next season with one of the brothers staring at the other one through a window because he's actually alive, but he doesn't want the other one to know it, and we'll just, yeah, and then we'll do that every season afterwards. so many other things that, yeah, that, yeah. like, about that show. I, with that being said, I, somehow I still enjoy the show a lot, but, like, I don't can know. we make, can we change your honorable mention to the, just the plot of Supernatural as a character? <laughs> as a character. Or at least the Wizard of Oz episode. That's one of the worst episodes of any she's show. Still, she's still watching it. We oh, the Wizard of Oz stuff, okay, yeah. yeah well, I thought she can't it's do it one, it's one episode, yeah. and it's it's awful. I remember it was weird. It's I remember awful. being really, really yeah. strange. Yeah. But anyways, so... Meg, Meg, the second Which Meg, was... specifically for the act- acting and like the execution and stuff like that, less of the character. So moving on to a different segment. Oh, snap. <laughs> you right there, bud? Choking on my words. <laughs> what um, normally is our dishonorable mention yeah. is going to be something that I call unpopular pick. Yeah. And so basically what it is is it's a character that everyone hates that we actually really enjoy. And mine, I don't know if mine is going to be legal or not. 
Ugh. Mine is Gus Spring from Breaking Bad. Because I feel like a lot of people do like him. I was about to say, how many? Because, see, I thought about Gus, but I was like, I don't know how many people. I mean, everyone likes him. Because so. okay. I love Gus, right. but I also love villains. So that's not fair. But I don't remember Gus for some reason. I remember him. I remember him mildly. El Pollo Loco. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's on like I'm trying to remember, but I don't know. I I think I tuned out a lot of the part. I'll at least make my case, and then you know, you guys at home can decide whether I'm full of crap or not. But I mean, you are. But like the reason that I put him as my unpopular is because people started to side with with Walt, and they started to really just want him to stay alive kind of because everybody was coming after trying to kill him and stuff and Gus he started working for Gus and then Gus started sending people to kill him and you know assassins and stuff like that I was rooting for Gus and I yeah I, well <laughs> you know I, I wasn't rooting for Gus until after you know after the whole thing was it over and I, I was mean like, you know what but when you go back and look at it all Gus was trying to do was run a business, yeah. like you know, a drug business. But he was trying to run a, <laughs> a business. business nonetheless. And it was Walt that really came in and messed everything up. They're both equally terrible people, yeah. honestly. I mean, Walt's not any better at right. all than Gus, and, and that's like I knew Gus wasn't going to win. I knew Gus was going to, you know, whatever happens. But I, I knew that he wasn't going to win. But it was one of those things where it was like I wouldn't have cared if he had. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I really wouldn't have. Yeah. But I mean, I can. I've never heard anyone that... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I know people that don't like Hank. I didn't really like Hank, but... I didn't I, really like Hank. He wouldn't, yeah. have, been, <laughs> he wouldn't have been my pick. <laughs> so it doesn't work. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, he is meant to be a villain, so there are going to be people out there that are definitely going to side with Walt, yeah. or Jesse at least, if nothing else. So. Um, I just like the, the suave of Gus, how, like, you know, professional he was, and how like monotone and how that's why I love how he dies because yeah. he dies still just as suave spoiler. yeah spoiler I but don't care. I'm gonna too... either forget he literally I mean he walks out after that whole event yeah, and he just like dies. he adjusts it and then it's it yeah, it's over yeah. and it's the one of the best villain endings I've ever yeah. seen yeah. in the show I agree it's really really good yeah I was not expecting that and when my wife watched it with me her reaction was priceless she was just like <sighs> <laughs> no, that like, is yep, that is much. like one of the greatest ways to take out your antagonist. Yep. It's so good. Yeah. So sorry if I cheated. Let it. Let me know on uh, on list this podcast on Twitter if you think I'm. Twitter, if you Facebook. liked Gus, yeah. If you liked Gus, let us know, and then we know Josh is just wrong. There you go. Just, yeah. All right. Well. My pick, I'm really happy that I decided to go with this, because there are a couple of characters that I could have gone with, but I went with one that I didn't realize so many people dislike, and it's Andy Bernard from The Office, which is why I didn't say much earlier, even uh, though I've watched so much of The Office, I wanted to wait. But I really, really like, liked Andy Bernard. He's not my favorite in the show by any means. He's not. But I think he served his purpose for sure on the show. He takes over the boss role. And he does a good job taking over the boss role because he's different than Michael Scott. He, the actor especially, didn't come in and he's like, I'm going to be Michael Scott. They didn't do that. They, yeah. they made him Andy Bernard as a boss, which I really, really appreciated. And I appreciate that like this underdog who just wants to be friends with everybody, like he's the nard dog, he's the under nard dog, and he just wants to be friends with everybody. And they take that kind of character who almost gets like completely let go from the company and they kind of they put him into the office and let him just try and situate himself where he doesn't feel comfortable and, and i think on top of that he just he's always trying to 
be that he just reminds me of like those real life people that are always trying to be everybody's friend in an office or like at a job but nobody likes them and then like there's like that one girl that likes them and that's it but she's dating someone else which is what Andy Bernard's whole story is and I don't know I, I really enjoy the humor there's a part where he dates like he accidentally dates a high schooler which is hilarious because it's just like a whole thing where like they go to a high school and she's there and he, he doesn't he keep trying to convince him like no, I don't know he's yeah not, but he like talks school. about the things they do and he's like no we were like like we went and we just knocked over mailboxes with bats like it was <laughs> awesome he's he's weirdly like innocent yeah. too in a way like he's just like he, he he's got a uh, certain innocence about him where he just doesn't think about things like that where it's like oh yeah like. You know, like the knocking over the mailbox thing is totally just a high school thing that you would do. But he's like, no, 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 yeah, no, it's cool. Like everyone's doing it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Or when he like they're they're like on they're on a road trip for that exact thing, and they're um, that like Jim just wants some music or something so they don't have to talk, and then he just starts singing like just acapella, just goes for it. He's like, what do you want? What do you want to hear? And he's just like, just anything. He just starts going for it. I just it, it is the innocence, and it's just like. The childlike man that's trying to be everyone's friend and he's trying to be a good boss eventually down the line. And I, I don't know, it was, it was endearing in a way, I think. It, and I enjoyed his character. I hated what they did at the end because it, it ruined him, him for me. Yeah, see, but I don't know. I still just feel like he's, for me, he would just be, I don't know what direction they would be able to go with it, but I just, I stick with my previous. Like, I just feel like he would be better because I do enjoy stuff like that, like yeah. you mentioned. But, like, just, it was just, Felt like yeah. too much. But I mean, like like you said, like I actually found out, like looking through lists, like I was looking through things that like people have said they hate, right? And like Andy he Bernard pops up. Yeah. yeah. A lot. And I didn't realize that he was so hated. But I got nothing. I know. <laughs> I know you don't. Yeah. You're an office nerd over here. Um, I've never seen it, but I hate Andy Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is an office space. Hey. 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 According to his daughter, it is actually. Anyways. Uh, my, uh, I keep forgetting, I keep doing the two where I sit back. Um, my pick for this one is going to be Ross from Friends. I actually, like, enjoyed, uh, Ross wasn't my favorite character, uh, but I actually enjoyed him a lot more than I think people do, because I appreciate his, like, you know, just how he is as a person. He is that, you know, nice guy, like, who's really just trying to, I feel like, do his best sometimes. Because, like, I kind of relate to a little bit of, like, stuff like that, where I'm, like, always the real nice, the real nice guy. But, like, you know, again, not my favorite character of the show. Um, and there's definitely other characters that I dislike on that show. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a very unpopular opinion for that is, like, everyone everyone really, like, doesn't really care for Ross. Um, but I do. I, I kind of enjoy him. He's kind of stuck up, though, a little bit. Like, he's got a big ego about him. In a way, I don't know if I like David Schwimmer. That that's what I think it is. Is I don't think it's necessarily the character as much as it is Schwimmer. The only yeah. thing I like David Schwimmer in is he was actually in Band of Brothers as like the drill sergeant. Okay, and he was really great Weird. at being an asshole. Yeah, I mean that's what he's so, good at in Friends yeah. too, kind of. I mean, he was he was also so good in Madagascar. He played the giraffe in Madagascar. Speak up. I know. <laughs> he was he was the giraffe in Madagascar. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't really like Ross. I, which is why he's on my list. Maybe, yeah. maybe because you know it, that's the thing that was actually I think that's more I just don't like friends. But uh, well, so that's a different conversation. That is yeah. a different yeah. conversation. <laughs> I know. It's like I think it's because 
to me, I guess Ross was like the more down to earth character, and you had way more interesting characters on the show. Like like Chandler is my favorite. Dude, Chandler's my absolute there. favorite character. Yeah. On the and then show. you have Joey, yeah. who's just the idiot. And then yeah, yeah uh, I think I yeah. Joey and Ross um, are kind of Courtney Cox's. I don't know. See, you say that Ross was like a nice guy, but I never saw him as a nice guy. Maybe I just maybe it was one of those ones where like I didn't nice watch guy. the show enough. Maybe maybe I just didn't watch the show enough. But like from what I saw, like I I mean I enjoy because Friends is one of those ones where I pick up and put it down quite often if it's on. Um, so, but I mean I don't know. Like I never hated Ross. Like I you know, but a lot of people are like I like Ross for is me, my least favorite. For me, I think if you put Ross in a different show, like if you put him in like It's Always Sunny, where he would fit, I think a little bit better. Okay. In a weird way, I would like him a little bit more. Yeah. But. I don't know. I also just didn't really love Friends, though. So, I don't have a lot to say about that. Yeah, but, yeah my unpopular opinion on that one is That's Ross fair. for various reasons. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah, I know he popped up on a couple of lists that I was looking through when I was yeah. looking for yeah. stuff. Uh, cool. So, with that, we will end the show. Yeah. And, again, we want to thank you for sticking with us. And we want to say thank you to the over 300 people that have liked our Facebook yes. page. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing how much. It's like our first really big milestone. Yeah. yeah. 300. Well, I guess 100 and 200 are milestones, but 300 just feels well, yeah, like this a is, I mean, it's a yeah. bigger milestone. Yeah. You know, and we also are starting to appreciate, you know, people being a little bit more interactive. Yeah. And stuff with yeah. us. And, like, you know, like the 300 followers and stuff that we're getting yeah. is all... Like, you know, showing that we're getting that, that interactive because we have more people, yeah. people more people who are listening. We'd like to thank you guys for it. Yep. Uh, I just fired up a Patreon here. I don't have the link or anything for it yet. I'm still going to try to uh, make the page and make it look pretty. Get it off. We're fine. Get all that stuff. But uh, we'll have that up hopefully within the next episode or so. Um, and next week. So normally we get together and we decide what topics we're doing. Uh, next week we're actually doing horror films for Friday the 13th yeah mm-hmm. gonna celebrate Friday the 13th spooky <laughs> spooky um, so with that you can always follow us on social media at list this podcast we're on Facebook Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. uh, for me personally you can follow me on Twitter at Jaws Expert uh, I am on Twitter at the Cameron guy <laughs> I still, that's fine. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Holt Majimbles. And we will see you next time. This has been List This, where we list and you listen. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys.